It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers have offered a ton of very talented quarterbacks. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Cruton Thursday to all who celebrate as we are joined by Brian Smith, Locked On Recruiting Insider for our weekly sit-down and visit. And Brian, let's start with quarterbacks now looking at the 2025 class because Auburn feels good about their quarterback situation for 2024 with Walker White being not only the the quarterback in the class but also the the lead recruiter uh 2025 it seems like they have put out seven offers already and five of those seven are like the top five quarterbacks in the class you're very high on the quarterbacks in 2025 but let's start with the guy they've offered most recently and a guy that you appear to be very high on both as a player and as a fit for Hugh Freeze and Auburn, what we think they're going to do. Tell us about Deuce Knight, the latest quarterback in 2025 to receive an offer from Hugh Freeze. He is actually my favorite quarterback in the 25 class, and I think he has a shot to be the number one player overall. Okay. And it's based on all of the following information. 4-0 GPA. Yes, sir. No, sir, kid. Tremendous athlete. Has the height. He's 6'4". He can run RPO. He could be a West Coast guy. And in my opinion, out of all the kids I've scouted in a loaded 25 group, he's the most accurate. Those are good combinations. And to put it in perspective, he's a kid that's, you know, he, he's gotten all the offers already up, up north, down south. Anybody he wants to go play for, he can. And he stayed humble. That's also something that not every kid does, especially quarterback. Sometimes it goes to their head. Mm-hmm. Dukes is as good a dude as I've talked to. And I think he's going to be great no matter where he goes. Yeah, so he he put out a top 10 somewhat recent, which I don't know if that's worth doing, but whatever, whatever. That's fine. I think I think lists of five or under make a lot more sense than 10, but that's fine. Oh, no. Whatever. I saw a kid the other day, Auburn wasn't in it, but somebody put out like their top 17. It's like, you couldn't trim it down to 15, Brian. Like, what's <laughs> going on? But um, the, the notable schools in that top 10, Ole Miss, which makes sense. That's an in-state situation for him. Washington, Notre Dame. Auburn, Georgia. It seems probably too early to be asking this question, Brian, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. You, you got to feel one way or the other for where this kid may end up. No, I don't think he does either. <laughs> right. Um, right. He, I do know he told me the other day that Tennessee and LSU would get unofficial visits in June. He's going to kind of do some more. I'd imagine Auburn will be one of those. Auburn this summer just is a theme will be as visited as any school in the country for the 25 class because the coaches have now been on the road through a spring, and these kids kind of know. Mm-hmm. It's just inevitable. And he's from Loosedale, Mississippi, which is not all that far from Mobile. It's down in the very corner of Mississippi. Let's be honest, Auburn has always made a living off Southern Alabama kids, and they've done great in Mississippi too. So he's right in their wheelhouse. Sure, I'd be surprised if Deuce was not on Auburn's campus at some point in this summer. All right, let's look at some of the other quarterbacks Auburn has offered as far as 2025 guys. Bryce Underwood, some places have him at 6'3", some places have him at 6'4", 200-plus pounds, very lean, looks the part. 
Yes, what do you is. like about uh, Bryce Underwood and, and Auburn's chances with, with him? He is from the Detroit area. Uh, a lot of people have him as the number one player. I've seen him a couple of times. He's got a rocket launcher. He, he could play free safety or wide receiver for you. He's a freak. Yeah. And he, he just looks the part. When he walks out onto the field, if somebody doesn't know who he is, they don't ask me. they just like, oh, it's got to be him, right? And I'm like, yeah, that, that's the one. It's gotcha. hilarious because, like, he's walking out there with a bunch of other Power 5 kids, and it's not even competitive. So I mean, that, that's pretty eye-opening. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, eye-opening. He's, uh, he is really, really twitchy, though. And to see a kid like that, if he understands from the shoulder up, if he figures out whatever school he's at, their offensive playbook, you know, he's, he's a Michael Vick kind of player athletically, got but it. he's got more height. So Auburn and everybody else in their brother have thrown their hat in the ring and nobody has a clue where he's going. Uh, I don't think he does either. He's visited all over the place already, but mm-hmm. he's very non-committal, and he probably should be. He's got two years of high school left. Right. But he's a lot like Deuce and that the, the RPO game is there, et cetera. Those would be the two guys I think are most likely to end up number one in the country. Okay. And I, I hope that he, he takes his time with it and just makes one decision. That's the one thing, because like, he's going to get a ton of offers. Sure. Uh, another guy, George McIntyre. He's six six, Nashville native. Auburn offered this kid all the way back uh, in October uh, of last year, so that they offered a, a hot minute ago. But um, this seems like a guy. And I think you brought it up that Alabama seems to want this guy. Yeah, this is something that kind of fits. Like Tommy Reese is a pro style quarterback coach. It's more of what he played when he was at Notre Dame. I'm not saying McIntyre can't move the pocket, but he ain't running like Deuce. He's not, you know, none of those kind of guys. He's not an RPO all the way kind of guy. He'll, he'll move around a little, but he's extremely accurate and he doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Think of old school Auburn, uh, old school Alabama, 80s, 90s. The quarterback's just putting the ball in the money, moving the ball down the field. That's what McIntyre is. And he's also a kid that's had a really good program. So he he's the safest pick to be successful in college. Like yeah. His floor is really high. Got his, it. I, his IQ is great. Uh, Alabama, Notre Dame, Auburn, Alabama, you know, anybody yeah, you want to name in the South, yeah, right. same kind of deal. But he's a little different than the other kids. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the first one out of this group to come off the board because he probably fits fewer schools because like Deuce could go anywhere. Got it. I think McIntyre is a little, little different fit. Okay. Uh, Antoine Hill is another one, a Warner Robbins, Georgia kid, 6'5", 210 plus pounds. I think some places have him listed at 215, Brian, but it's a guy that's being pursued by Auburn and Alabama. I think he's actually taking visits to both of those programs already. Arkansas, Florida, Miami, uh, Auburn. I mean, uh, so many other schools are in on this Antoine Hill kid. What are you hearing about him and his recruitment? You just named it. Uh, the interesting part, because I asked a buddy of mine about this that follows Georgia, the Bulldogs aren't really after him. Okay. So that makes this totally different. Let's be honest. With an in-state kid, it's hard to beat Georgia, especially if they really, really want it. Sure. And Unless something changes, Georgia is not going to go after this kid. That being stated, he has one of the strongest arms in the country regardless of class. He, he'll he do everything wrong technically, and it throw it through a kid's chest. I, I saw him at a seven-on-seven tournament. I thought he, he was going to kill the kid. Yeah. So he, he just needs to be coached up and just continue to develop. He's not as like McIntyre is more advanced technically. Hill has more upside, but his technical aspect of the game is not there yet. He's more of a pocket kid like McIntyre. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he can throw the ball 60 yards on a line. He's got a cannon. So he's he's a high ceiling kid. Uh, Auburn, this is right in their wheelhouse, man. 
Okay. This is right in their wheelhouse. Central to South Georgia. When is when is Auburn not recruited well there? I was about to say Warner Robins. That's that's yeah, I mean, I mean that's it's not quite a pipeline, but they've done well there for sure. Hundred uh, percent. So yeah. yeah, I'd be surprised if they don't get him on campus multiple times. Last twenty twenty five quarterback I'll ask you about in this part of the show. Uh Austin Simmons, Florida native, Florida Gator commit currently lefty, which is a little fun. Um, always takes me a little bit to get used to watching a left-handed quarterback, but it's got offers from you know the, the works, right? Auburn, Miami, Penn State, um, and none of them really seem to be backing off despite him being committed to Florida, but he's, this is your neck of the woods. W- what do we know about this kid? This is the most unique recruitment, arguably, in the history of recruitments. Um, I know him well, okay. but off the bump, he throws 94 miles per hour. Right off the bat, when you're left-handed, you throw 94. In my opinion, you should never touch a football again. That's just, I mean, take the money, go baseball, and screw y'all. That's what I would do. Sure. Uh, I know his dad. His dad thinks he should play baseball, too, but the kid wants to play football. Fair enough. He committed to Florida. He is like a rocket science intelligent guy. He's going to graduate high school with an associate's degree. There's even been talk about him all the way to 23 class for Florida, like this summer. I've never even heard of something like that, but his GPA is like 5.6. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating that. It's, it's how insane. do you do that? How do you even do that? That's incredible. I, I'm not sure I want to know how you do that because that would probably scare me. But at the same time, great kid, yeah. very accurate, and just has a gun. I mean, again, 94 miles an hour. He's right now technically a sophomore in high school throwing 94. What's he going to throw when he's 20? Unreal. <laughs> yeah, so. Unreal. I mean, he he could move around and all that. He's a hell of a hitter, too. If he didn't throw so hard, he could go play baseball as a major major prospect as an outfielder. So he's the whole gamut. It would be fascinating to me if he took a visit to Auburn because, like, he would fit what they do so well under mm-hmm. freeze. I haven't talked to him in a minute, but that just makes sense. So unless he really wants to just jump into the Florida mix, and Florida only knows they need a quarterback desperately. Right. But, how good is a kid going to be in the SEC that should be a junior in high school? Yeah, I don't I'm think not, it's a I'm, good idea at all. Yeah, just from a body and maturity oh, standpoint, no, too. Not. I mean, I don't care he's, how far ahead of other juniors you are. You're not an SEC <laughs> athlete at that. It's impossible. It's nothing against them. It's just not your body yeah. hasn't grown enough. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, I don't that's, think the, the guy on your wall back there, he's my favorite player just about of all time. Yeah. He wouldn't have been ready either. He was kind of freakish. So but he yeah, would have been close. Bo Jackson would have been closer than anybody else. I think we all can agree <laughs> on that. I think we all can agree on that. Brian, before we move away from the topic of quarterbacks, do you think Auburn ends up in the 2025 class with any of the quarterbacks we mentioned so far today? It wouldn't be surprising if they got one or even more than one. The Antoine Hill kid is the one that's most interesting to me. Again, Georgia, not recruiting him. That makes this thing as wide open as it gets. If I had to guess, I'd say McIntyre's an Alabama fit. That's it. You know, it, it wouldn't be surprising if Nick Saban, those guys got him. The other one is Deuce Knight. If I had to yeah. guess, it'd be one of those two. Austin Simmons is like, I have no idea. what's, mm-hmm. And a kid from Detroit, I'm not picking a kid from Detroit to go down to the Plains. Sure. You got to prove it to me. So, but I would say either the kid. Auburn Antoine has Hill stolen a Michigan Knight. State quarterback in the past, though. Let's just be <laughs> honest here. Now, touche. Touche. <laughs> Look, that that is hilarious, by the way. Not in today's world, though, that, that happens. Like, yeah. you know, like Deuce Knights has, Washington is recruiting Deuce Knights. Right. It's in Seattle. I mean, I've followed recruiting for 30 plus years. They've never recruited anybody from Mississippi. So it's just, 
It's amazing. You can't rule it out. I'm just going by historical data. That's all oh, I understand. I'm trying I understand. to say. I understand. <laughs> I understand. All right. So there, uh, Auburn has a few official visits lined up for offensive linemen, which Auburn fans always perk up a little bit when they hear that. We'll discuss that in a second, Brian, <laughs> right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel's, the best app out there if you want to wager on sports. With the NBA Finals uh, matchup now set, you can get in on the action there. Um, Brian, are you a Heat guy since it's kind of in I, your neck been, of the woods? I, I've kind of grown accustomed to watching a little Jimmy Butler. Man, that guy's clutch, bro. He yeah. Clutch. Yeah, whatever uh, whatever FanDuel has Jimmy Butler at, bet the over in the Finals. <laughs> That's just kind of my hunch. We will certainly see. But right now, you got a no sweat first bet up to $2,500 back. They upped it. It's been 1000 uh, now it's $2,500, so that's $2,500 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and get that no sweat first bet. Once again, that is FanDuel.com slash locked on. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brian Smith, our guest today. All right, let's start with Caleb Holmes. He is from Georgia, and he will take an official visit on June 9th to the Plains to see what Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers have in store and it kind of seems, Brian, it kind of seems like Auburn's the favorite for this kid right now based on everything that I'm reading. Well, here's here's the good news for you. I know that program very well. It's an automatic stop. They have as much, if not more, talent than any school in the state of Georgia. Going to one of their practices, you just walk around the field, you're running into Division One players. So he was one of the kids that kind of – Is this Langston Hughes? Is that where he's yeah, from? Langston Hughes? Okay. outside of Atlanta. It's just, just south, Fairburn. And they won state last year. They were in the finals a year before. They've got Air Nolan. I mean, that program is coached well. It's a kid that can, unlike a lot of other high school kids, especially linemen, they would have yeah. an earlier chance to play. He's been coached. So with that being stated, he has the size. He's 290. He could possibly play tackle or guard. And they're trying to, you know, keep him away from some of the other Southern schools. But I've heard the same thing. Auburn is right there. I just hope that we find out for him and for Auburn's sake, all these fans that are always a little nervous about O-line recruiting in your neck of the woods. They need to get a few of these kids rolling. They need somebody like this to jump on board. That makes it easier to get the next guy. I'm guessing five O-linemen in this class. And the, you know, the roster purges every year. You're going to need at least four. I mean, that's the concern. Oh, I don't think there's a limit on how many offensive linemen <laughs> they would take. I was talking with uh, with John Garcia a few years ago, and we were talking about all the tackles that Auburn was trying to offer or whatever, and he's like, well, you can't take four. And I'm like, why, John? Why can't you take four offensive tackles? There's there's not any on the roster. I mean, I, I think that was the it's position group that Hugh Freeze wanted to press the reset button on the most. So getting a I guy agree. like Caleb Holmes – um, he could play in or out. He could possibly play both, which when you can get flex guys, bro. Makes a scholarship worth more. Totally. Hell, hell yeah. I mean, and, and he's, again, he's from Langston Hughes. That's a program mm -hmm. you want to recruit anyway. Yeah. You know, it's it's a program they recruited this past year very well. Mm -hmm. That's a very important recruit for the Tigers. Yeah. So it seems like Philip Montgomery, the offensive coordinator, and Jake Thornton, the offensive line coach, are handling his recruitment. But a four-star 
pretty much across the board. He's a three-star on rivals, four-star everywhere else. So Caleb Holmes is certainly a guy that Auburn fans need to be paying attention to. Another offensive lineman, also from Georgia, Jamison Riggs. He is taking his official visit to Auburn on, I just had it here, June 16th through the 18th. So the following week after Caleb Holmes leaves. It seems like, Brian, that Clemson is the favorite for Jamison Riggs. But what um, what are you hearing about Riggs and his recruitment? Auburn, Auburn is in there. Georgia Tech is in there. The schools that are possibly going to be in there as well, like Ohio State might get a visit, etc. So it's not quite set on where he's going to be yet. Right. But based on where he's from, just outside of Atlanta, I'm going to guess he's going to stay down south. So Auburn's going to get their shot. And it, look, I know we're beating the dead horse here, but they need linemen and they need tackles. Look, it's not the – it's just true. This is the fourth for the trees. Son, you can play early here, and it's real. It's not like this BS you hear from other coaches. Yeah. We need tackles. What are you doing? Let's go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why – Clemson's not dominant up front, but I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that their O-line recruiting has been a little more consistent than Auburn's in the last five years. So, I, I think Auburn could pull off his steal, and it wouldn't be surprising at all. Do you think there's going to be any kind of pushback from non-ACC programs? So, in this case, obviously, SEC programs with all the, like, questions about the ACC that are happening right now, or do kids even look at that? I haven't had somebody mention it to me, but yeah. that's kind of fresh. And and once you get into the litigation stuff, like that deal that the ACC signed with the con, I mean, that was one of the worst deals in the history of sports television. I mean, I have sure. no idea what they were thinking. Kids right. don't like talking about that stuff. They have no interest. Mm-hmm. They're more interested in what gear they're going to get when they go on their unofficial visit. Okay. I mean, it's just pretty simplistic, but I haven't heard anybody. Yeah. The only thing is if it came out that like if ESPN reported Clemson was most likely going to end up in the SEC, that, that would help them. This is an example. Mm-hmm. But right now, nobody thinks it's going to happen. Yeah. At least not that I've spoken to because what is it? $30 million or something like that each. I mean, yeah. it's, it's insane. Like per year. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't see how they're going to fix that. It, it's quite the conundrum. Sure. Brian Smith, our guest. All right. Let's talk about a few things that um, some Auburn fans are, a little worried about. You're saying, hold on, Auburn fans. We'll talk about that in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I want to encourage you to join the Locked On Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. Brian, Auburn fans, and and I think a lot of fan bases are like this. You kind of start to see things slow down a little bit, springs behind us. Things are slow, and you're not getting any more commitments. It's been a minute since Auburn's added a guy to this class should Auburn fans be expecting more guys at this point? What do you see typically be the timeline over the summer with guys being added to these recruiting classes? It is when they want, how they want, where they want. <laughs> Auburn fans are like every other fan base. They want consistency with news. Recruits don't care. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I cover Miami for all hurricanes on Fan Nation. They've had a bunch of like Friday night and Saturday night commitments, the worst possible dates and times. Kids do not care. They just announce when they want to announce. There's no rhyme or reason. With that being stated, and the visits beginning this weekend, pretty much across the country. Yeah. This is the most important month of the year for recruiting. Let's start with that. Sure. At any moment, somebody can commit, and it is random. Coaches don't know. I mean, I I get coaches that hit me up and like, hey, what are you hearing about so-and-so? And And it's like, I don't know. You tell me. You're the one that just had him on campus. So, you know, it's just these kids are random, man. Um, I think that Auburn's first weekend is important, and this is the one thing. I don't know what the total number is they have on the second or the ninth, but based on those two, if they don't get at least one commitment from there, it would bother me. But until we're done two or three days past that second weekend, I don't care. You got to get the kids on campus in official visit capacity when they pay for their hotel and their their meals, their transportation. Mom and dad come. It's a totally yeah. different deal than an unofficial visit. Auburn fans, please sit down. Take take muscle relaxers, whatever you got to do. It's it's okay. Um, the key here is still the same. They got to get offensive linemen. Yeah, they need some playmakers, and they need to balance out their roster, and that takes time. By the end of June, you will have a lot different opinion about Auburn, no matter what direction it is, because it's four different weekends. They're going to have kids in. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Zach follows it as much as anybody I know, and it's it's not something you can predict. But I'll guess they'll get at least five commitments between now and July 4th. That's kind of the the basis. It'll just be random. You won't know when, but somewhere in there, that's that's when it's going to happen. But yeah, because you're thinking five is that sweet spot where it's like, okay, yes, this is kind of what you're going to be happy with. Power school like at Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right, right around. And now it can go higher because they needed more help. They have playing time that they can sell a little bit easier than like Alabama or Georgia, et cetera. Why not? So most of the kids will commit on the back half of June and into early July. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then kind of all culminates at the end of July with like a big cat weekend sort of thing. So we'll we'll certainly see. I'm looking forward to that, actually. Yeah, yeah, I I am too. And I think a lot of Auburn folks are as well. It's been been kind of um, lackluster over the last few years, but most things were under potato man so we will see we'll see what happens moving forward uh, i'm not even gonna, I'm just gonna let it go that's cool brian how can people check out everything you've got going on brother any place you want to find me on social media youtube instagram and a specifically twitter that's where i'm at the most at fb scout underscore florida doing a lot of prospect reviews um some of the kids that auburn's going to be looking at I, i'm going to be getting to those in the next few days just kind of previewing kids that go on these official visits across the country on YouTube. It's a lot of fun, man. And uh, recruiting is, this is my time. This is, this is when it happens, brother. So this weekend and then on through the next several weekends, recruiting is just going to be nonstop. Sweet. Yep. And Brian will be with us uh, as many Thursdays as we could possibly fit him (laughs) in. So we'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, find all my written work at auburndaily.com. And we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.